I'm Alicia. I'm a mother. I'm a black woman. I'm intelligent. I love to travel. I'm beautiful. And I speak my truth. You are listening to the Speak Your Truth podcast series. Tuesday, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another Speak Your Truth podcast series. Can you believe this is episode number eight? Oh my goodness, I almost lost count. It's episode number eight. You guys have been rocking with me so far, and we are back on the Facebook Live. And first and foremost, I want to wish everyone a happy belated Valentine's Day. So sharing the love yesterday, spreading the love, and today we're we're going to talk about relationships, but not the not the boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 those kind. We're going to talk about a different type of intimate relationship, the ones we have with our friends. And it was a, another requested topic. It was brought to me. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And really today we're going to focus on what makes a good friend, what is a toxic friendship. And then there are a lot of foes that pretend to be your friend and they pretend to want to see you win, but they clap when you fail. So we're going to talk about all of that. So as always, if you're on the live, share with us your stories. But um, without further ado, I have a guest. I always have a guest. Hold on. and you, I got to put my glasses on. Y'all know I can't see. <laughs> I always have a guest here with me on the show. So why don't you tell the beautiful people who you are? Talk to my listeners. Hi, everybody. My name is Akiva. I am the line sister of Alicia. Now tell tell, tell some people don't know what that is. Tell them uh, what a, a line sister is. I gotta sneeze. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> me and Alicia joined a sorority at the same time, and we were online together. Yeah, we're we're sorority girls. We're sorority sisters. <laughs> um. Don't you want me to go into specifics on who I am? Yes. Like they they, they want to know who you are. Yes. Um, what you do, girl? What you about? So I'm 30 years old. Damn. Um, I'm a single mom. And I am a registered nurse. Registered nurse. Um, Where do you work? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I work at Frater Hospital. Oh, cool. Um, I work on a um, a GI oncology floor, so gastro like stomach gastrointestinal. Stuff? Okay, yep, oncology floor. So we do a lot of we see a lot of um, surgical people. Is that cancer? Some of them do have cancer. Yes, hmm. yes. Some of them are getting gastric bypass. I see a lot of stuff hey, on Chanel. my floor. So. Wow. So, okay. So, and you are a general. You went to Rufus King. Yes, I did go to Rufus <laughs> King. Class of 06. Okay. I, well, I'm not a general. I'm just, you know, a person that went to NPS in general. So, we're going to dive right into the topic. <laughs> Chanel joined us. Hey, girl. You, first of all, Chanel, you have been tuning in like the last four times. You need to be here on the couch. So, if you're just tuning in on the live, um, tell us about any of the toxic friendships that you have had and it's like what makes a toxic friendship what makes a good friend do you think you're a good friend um because i i there have been times i thought i was a good friend when it turned out i was, was actually it? a bad friend me too, girl, me too. <laughs> and i think a lot of us don't take accountability for that but this is speak your truth podcast and we're, we're gonna tell the truth here we're gonna speak our truth um 
So I'm going to start and I'm going to say that um, as I've gotten older, my definition of the friend, I use the word friend less and less now and I use it more loosely because I used to think everybody was my friend and maybe there were an acquaintance, a colleague, somebody I knew from work, like everybody wasn't my friend. So we got to the point where I would be at work and it's like I'm adding people from work and they would add me, but then they would go back and like tell management shit that I was posting. I'm like, wait a minute. Like I thought y'all, I thought y'all was my friend. So it's like, that was definitely a lesson learned. Um, I didn't, so now, like, I don't add people from work, like, at all. That's, like, <laughs> that's, like, a rule. Like, if, if, if you my, if you my employee, I block everybody. Like, I'm not yeah, going to add you from I'll work. Yeah, I don't add nobody from work. Mm-mm. I don't do that. And then there were situations. So, like, being in a sorority where it's, like, it's a big group of educated, beautiful women. And, like, even then, everybody is not your friend. Like, it's, you know... Your colleagues, you're in an association together. You all want to be out in the world for the betterment of the community at large. It's bigger than all of us, but um, everybody is not your friend. Like in a sorority or in your business um, networking groups or what have you. So let's 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 stay right there. So Akiva, tell us about. In your opinion, so over the years, so we've had a lot of friends over the years. We've known each other for 10 years now. Tell us about what are the characteristics of, like, a good friend, like a diehard, you know they got your back friend. Um, now, me being 30 years old, I would say the definition of a diehard friend would be, um, first, somebody who can tell me when I'm messing up. Okay. I agree. Just because, um, I don't know. Me personally, I've seen women in situations who claim they have, like, the best of friends. And then they're in some, like, really messed up situations. Mm. And I'm always like, dude, where are their friends at? (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I would say that for sure. I would say a friend is someone who you feel comfortable with going to, like big stuff like okay. tears in the eyes like okay. you know someone who you feel comfortable breaking down in front of and vice versa okay um someone who is going to keep it again keep it real with you at all times okay so who's honest who's open um who's not afraid to talk to you about stuff that they might get not on be, your ass yeah that <laughs> might not be like stuff you want to hear so I would say right now those are like big things for friends. For so me. Chanel says she's had a few toxic friendships. She's also been one and wait. And she dumped friends. Like she changed draws because she had no patience. Why were you going through friends like that? Like were these people really your friends? Were they acquaintances? Like what what's going on there? Um I know, like, so when you were 21, let's go back. So, like, you're 30 now. So, let's think about your definition of, like, what a friend was at 21 till now. Like, let's talk about that growth. <laughs> um, someone who would, um, someone who would, who would do fun stuff with me. So, like, stuff that might not necessarily been What's stuff that I should have been doing, but someone who was always <laughs> down to go, like. A um, ride or die. Ride or die. That was, like, my definition of a friend. And I think it took some time to understand that somebody who's who's 
maybe a ride or die still isn't a good friend. Um, Cause then what's because, gonna happen when you die? Exactly. <laughs> because some people live for excitement, but that just means that they're they want to they want to do the exciting yeah. stuff with you, but they're not necessarily out for your best interest either. So that was like my ultimate like that's my friend. If they down a ride and mm-hmm. I know something pop off and they got my back, that's my friend. See, and for me. When I was like 20, 21, my definite, to me in my eyes, a friend was somebody who did things for me. It's like, oh, you finna pay for my dinner? Yes, boo, you my friend. I had a, I had a few of those, few people because one, I was a broke college student and like, I, you know, working for nonprofits, if you're in a nonprofit sector, even if you like a higher up, they don't pay very well. So it's like a lot of my friends, including Akiva, was like nurses and um, st- working with the state or doing whatever. So it's like I always needed somebody to like give me a ride or pay for something. So I'm like, okay, these are my friends. But, you know, they n- may not always be your friend because it's like you may need a ride here. And they say, yeah, but then... They'll probably talk about you behind your back. So it's kind of like that trust factor. Um, Chanel said she can sense a genuine friend and she would have friends who would be around for what she could provide them for, but not be able to give into return. That's another. So we're going to skip over to the toxic side because it looks like this conversation is turning toxic really quick. Hey, Josh. And I'm asking you if you just joined me and I'm, I'm on here looking like Al Sharpton. That's how you know I love y'all. What makes a good friend or what makes a toxic friend? Have you ever been a toxic friend? Have you ever been in a toxic friendship? How did you end that? How did you get out of that? Well, Chanel said she was someone to pay for things, take people places, help with school, help with relationship and self-esteem issues. Chanel, first of all, I feel attacked because you took me to urgent care when I had bronchitis. So what you trying to say? <laughs> Um, Tommy is joining us on the live and he said, are we not a reflection of who we attract? It is ultimately our fault. Do we subconsciously entertain toxicity? Ooh, that just made me tingle. Um, I agree with that. We do. Do you? Yes, I do. Do tell. I feel like a lot of the reasons why we have, sometimes we're not comfortable with outgrowing things. And sometimes we stay stuck to these friends who have been the same. Like we, you know, true people tend to grow and sometimes people don't tend to grow and we stay stuck to people that are fun are doing things that yeah that remind us of good times and we're afraid to leave those people because we don't want to like be deemed oh they didn't want to mess with me or oh they think they're better than me but yeah I do think that we sometimes stay connected to people because we're uncomfortable with growing so okay um, that Tommy is really making me think, and it's like, is it ultimately our fault? Do we subconsciously entertain toxicity? And it's like, is it a trait of how we grew up? Is it how we carry ourselves? So it's like, I'm, I think it's a lot of layers to that question. Um, a reflection of who we attract. I would, I don't, well, I would say, I would try to answer that as I think it becomes a growth thing because me at 21, where it's like, I'm looking for, I'm thinking everybody's my friend because they're like paying for things, taking me here and there, doing things for me. But then now that I'm 28, I can kind of do things on my own and I, I'm looking for more. And it's like, 
yeah, you can buy me dinner, but it's like, are you checking on me when you know I'm depressed? Mm-hmm. Or are you giving me a break because I'm a single mom too? So, like, I, I do those things for my friends, mm-hmm. like, now. But 21, I was, I was a horrible friend. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't doing shit. It's like, no, I'm not finna borrow you no money. No, I'm not finna do this. Um, if I don't got no kid, I'm not coming to your baby shower. Like, that was me. Hope... <laughs> Hope has joined us on the line. Hope is one of Hope Manuel is one of my very close friends. Yes, this is a big glass of wine. I need it. Um, Tommy said, How do we leave our past but still be part of it progressively? Well, Tommy, let me tell you this. Let me put my <laughs> glass down. I was a hoe, okay? So <laughs> I mean, in my college days, I had my fun. <laughs> it's in my past, but she's in there. She's a part of me. And it's like, now that I'm older, I want to be, when I get a man, I want to be a hoe for my man, for my husband. So it's like, that that's the only way I can kind of provide an analogy for that question. <laughs> and then he said, and friends have become an ideal of our current circumstances when it's convenient. So... Where I am now, it's like I'm, I'm trying to build this brand and I do have close friends, but I'm trying to surround myself with people that are further along right. with doing things that I'm doing. And I wouldn't necessarily call them friends. I would call them colleagues and maybe it'll build into a friendship, but I, I guess their business friendship, I think is levels to friendships. I agree with that too. Um, because I do, I want to surround myself with people that push me to be better. Like, um, I would definitely say I'm very good friends with Steph Crosley and I lean on her a lot because she's definitely at a point where I aspire to be and it's like you know I don't necessarily want to be a life catalyst but I like hosting I like doing the podcast thing but um I lean on her a lot and I would definitely say that we have a good relationship she like this woman trusted me to plan her 30th birthday party now that's not a a, well a partnership okay I like that like it's a partnership you know um and I'm pretty sure that I probably wouldn't be the first person she would call when she got a flat tire. So it's definitely, um, it's a partnership type of friendship. So I agree with that. Hey, Don. Hey, Shailene. Hey, LaShondria. Um, So with all of you that are watching the live, can any of you kind of admit and take accountability in terms of being a toxic friend? Um, I was a toxic friend, but it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I was always broke. (laughs) Dude, come again. What? (laughs) Because I was in college and broke. So when, okay, let me tell y'all a story. Let me take y'all back down memory lane. It's circa 2009. And Akiva and I were becoming AKAs. And we're going to the rush. And it's like, I didn't know any of these girls that were there. And I came in... My sister dropped me off and we had all of our paperwork and folders and my sister touched my folder with her dirty chicken grease hand. (laughs) So of course I was already being judged for the filthiness of the folder, but then, or the envelope. So then I'm starting to get to know these these women and we kind of get close, but we're totally five different people. But when it, when I was 19, I had rhinestones on my eye. I had no life out. Like, I had no dreams outside of brown deer. <laughs> I swear, when I was 19, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to move to brown deer. <laughs> That's it. That's it. 
I don't want to go nowhere else. I want to live in Brown Deer. I want to raise a family in Brown Deer. Like, I thought Brown Deer was the ish. Like, Akiva, Akiva reminds me all the time how far I've come. Because no matter if you like it or not, everyone has a role in a friendship. And it's like you're you know the champion friend or you're the friend that's the motivational friend uh, me my role for a time and it's like I'll claim it now because I'm older now I was the broke friend you know I you know I didn't have a car until I was like 21 but then there was Akiva always reminded me at 19 and 20 that there was something in me, like something special in me that I couldn't see for myself, but the others around us that we thought were our friends, um, they saw it, but it's like, I didn't realize how, how actually great I am. Like I'm a fucking catch, you know, but then people subconsciously become jealous of you. So that, that is interesting where I say that everyone that's in the same groups or organizations or even family. And it's like, you think y'all rocking together, but it's like, not really. Um, Chanel says she believes that friends are a reflection of ourselves. And that at one point, however, once we begin to endure things together and go through the bad and the ugly, true characteristics and beliefs are tested. And Jamie, hey, TT Jamie and Obi and Dwight just joined us. Um, Jamie said, most people don't know how to be a friend, business, personal, or otherwise. What do you think about that? Most people don't know how to be a friend? Yep. A business friend, a personal friend, otherwise. I want to say most people. There's a, I think there's a good chunk of people who have always been pleasers. Mm-hmm. Me, I was a pleaser. Me for a while, too. Yeah. And um, I think there's a lot of adults who are still, like, who haven't found that. I don't want to please people anymore. So they're still on this path of, let me please everybody. Let me please everybody. And I feel like people like that can become, and I hate to say this kind of probably added to my toxicity as a friend um, back in the day. But I think my pleasing, wanting to please people, it can make you very wishy-washy to a certain extent. Okay. Because um, you want to, it's kind of like you want to please whoever you're around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and not all people who want to please people are like that, but there is a group, a good chunk of people who can kind of get away from themselves with that people pleasing um, characteristic. I would say that I was a people pleaser, one, because I felt like I had nothing else to offer. Mm-hmm. It's like you couldn't call me in the middle of the night to come get you. I didn't have a car or you couldn't call me to borrow money you know so like I felt like I didn't have anything to offer so it's like oh you want to ride down and you want me to bust this nigga windows hell yeah I'm down but then it would be like I would be the one out busting the windows while they sitting in the car and it didn't register to me at the time being 22 23 that it's like I could go to jail for this shit and it's like you sitting in the car somebody came outside they could have pulled off and I'm just sitting there with a bat in my hand like I'm not saying this to implicate myself it's just just a hypothetical (laughs) (laughs) right tommy said what is it about bad boys that women attract even when their intuition tells them it's not a good idea in some cases is it the adrenaline well tommy i'm gonna say i can't speak for everyone but in my 
you know, dealings with the bad boys, they throw the best D and they throw the money too. So I, you know, I, I don't know if that answers the question. For me, it's the swag. The swag of a bad boy. Yeah. It's like the confidence they exude. And it's like, they know they don't need you. <laughs> it's not that for me, but okay. <laughs> it's like they got any bitch they want, but they choosing you. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> something is really wrong with me. It's this wine. <laughs> I hope so. Because, uh-uh. <laughs> Chanel said that they're spontaneous nature. And um, Chanel said uh, she's observant of people. And when she sees shade or jealousy... Or just strange shit, she starts dumping friends. And when she sees that loyalty is not given in return, and she's been diligent in what she could do for someone, she walks away. Her energy is not to be wasted. Now, the jealousy thing, I learned this um, when we were, you know, just becoming AKAs, where it's like, uh, pay attention to people that crack jokes. Because it's like 20%, maybe 20 to 40% of that joke has some truth in it. Like, for real. Um, and I, I didn't, I, I never understood that until I started paying attention to the people that would crack, crack jokes um, about my sexual past or things that I've done. And I'm like, and then I started paying attention. I'm like, damn, do they really think this about me? And I'm like, if I accept myself for what I do or who I am, and it's like, who are you to judge me? So that's when I kind of started paying attention when they got put in my head. I, that really resonated with me. Tommy said, good night. <laughs> Don't tell me good night, Tommy. But uh, <laughs> I think that was the answer. Was that the answer? <laughs> Shailene said, um, she's been that toxic friend always wanting to please. Yeah, and, and Chanel agrees with me. Dr- jokes are true feelings. I mm-hmm. promise to God. Like, if you have... Somebody that jokes about you, like, oh, girl, like, well, what if you fail? Or what if you do this? And it's like, that's not even funny. Like, why would you say that right now? Um, Dwight said he just ended a friendship with someone. He just ended a friendship with someone he was cool as fuck with and considered a brother. He saw the truth in them since middle school. Ooh, since show. Who, Dwight? We went to middle school together. Who? Do I know that? Don't tell. Don't tell. (laughs) Just speak your truth. Tell what's the tea? (laughs) Who you was friends with? Uh, But I have have been a toxic friend, and I had to learn how to ease out of that. I've also been in in codependent friendship. Have you ever been in any one of those? I have been in a codependent friendship. Now, codependency, and I didn't know what it was until I went to therapy, where it's like you feel like this person needs you. Um, yeah, like, when when was this? When were you in a codependent relationship? Don't, you started talking, you finished talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my codependent relationship was actually with a family member. And this person leaned on me for everything. Everything, everything, everything. I mean, it's like, can you take me here? Can you fill out this job application for me? And in my head, I really felt like this person couldn't do it. And it's like, she was able-bodied. She had internet. She had, you know, she didn't have a car or anything like that. But I'm like, you know, the way that she presented it to me is like, I don't got nobody. You're the only one that got my back. So I really felt like I was doing her a good deed. But I was actually doing a disservice where it's like, 
I'm going out of my way to find jobs and job interviews for you. And she wasn't going to the shit. And I would be pissed like it's my life. So then I eventually had to cut her off and she got mad and we, we don't even talk no more. This is the cousin. We don't we don't even talk no more because it's like I had to cut off and say, no, you grown, you able-bodied. Like, you can do this shit for yourself. And, like, when you tell people no or if you have a kid or some kind of other major life change, that's when you're going to see who your that's, real friends are true. or get married or something like that. That's very true. Um, Dwight said, I know him, but he not name dropping. Oh, come on, man. You can't come on here doing that. This is speak your truth, all right? <laughs> Um, Chanel says she answered it, um, about the codependent friendship. Yeah, I've been a codependent friend. And I think throughout your twenties, I think it takes you, it's different levels to friendship. And I think you have to experience different ones. And then Mm -hmm. those who you come out of your twenties with and enter into your thirties with, I think those those are the ones Mm -hmm. that's going to be around. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. With codependency, I... I haven't had a friendship, been in relationships where it's been codependent. And, um... Like romantic relationships? Yeah. And I've learned, like, probably... Because that used to hit me bad where I would stay stuck just because I'm like, that person needs me. Mm -hmm. They they can't do it without me. But then I just had to be like, that's God's child. (laughs) 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 Really? So, my mom just joined the live. Okay, y'all, no cousin. <laughs> so, those of you who are on the live, what is, like, how did your, how did, let's say, you had a friendship that was very close to you. How did it end? Like, what made it end? Was it on account of you? Was it on account of the friend? Like, what made um, a friendship that you have just, like, stop? And whose fault was it? Was it a toxic friendship? Was it a good friendship? Like, what was it? Hey, Tanya. <laughs> so, for me, I would definitely say um, I had a very close... You would think it was intimate, but it wasn't. It was just a bit... Well, it was intimate because it was a very close, very close-knit bond. It was it was covenant. So, like, a friendship I learned in church. Y'all, I'm going to start preaching. <laughs> That, uh, oh my God, I'm tipsy off this wine. <laughs> that, okay, let me stop and be serious. A friendship in any kind of relationship is a covenant that you join into with another person. And you have a... I was about to preach. So, yeah, I'm back. I'm so sorry to all of my listeners. This is what happens when you use the Anchor app sometimes to record your phone. Make sure no one calls you because it will interrupt your broadcast, okay? (laughs) So, what I was talking about um, as my cousin is walking up the stairs, I'm talking about being a friendship. It's a covenant that you enter into with another person and you have a duty to kind of fulfill those needs to the other person. So, I was in a very... I was in a close-knit, tight, bonded friendship with one person, and we were friends when I was in college, 
And I would definitely say it was a codependent relationship because this person um, paid for things for me, took me places, gave me rides, like all of that. But it wasn't... Um, it was almost, oh, oh my goodness, what's the word? Like, uh, like an obsessive type of friendship where it's like, I couldn't be friends with nobody else. I couldn't bring nobody else around. We couldn't <laughs> hang out with new people. Like, I got a boyfriend and she was just like, it, that, that was just madness. And I'm like, okay. So we would argue all the time. And then I really felt like this friendship was a relationship. Like this, I'm like, this is too much work. This is a woman. I'm not dating her. She's not my man. Like she's a friend. So I kind of really had to cut that relationship off. Now, if that wasn't toxic, I don't know what is. It got to the point where, um, there was, and what made us not become friends no more, hey Tyra, is that we both, went, when Nicki Minaj kind of like just hit the scene mainstream and she came out with some MAC lipsticks or something like that and I bought some and she flipped the hell out. She was like, you don't even like MAC, you don't wear MAC, you don't wear Nicki Minaj, like she was. I'm laughing now, but like, y'all should have seen me when she called me. Like, she was for real, man. I was staring at my phone. I'm like, is this bitch serious right now? And that's when I knew that she's crazy and she could potentially kill me one day. So I had to stop being her friend. I'm like, this is just too obsessive. <laughs> too obsessive. <laughs> I'm like, this is too obsessive. Like, I can't, I, I, like, I'm not finna do this with you. So, um, that was a very toxic relationship. And I think when your friend friendships turn into like semi relationships, like don't nobody have, like we don't have time for that, you know? Um, hey Keisha. And she didn't like it when I told her about myself. So like, again, we kind of going back to the beginning of the episode. Like if I can't tell you about yourself and we still be friends, then we not real friends. Like, so she, um, she sub let her apart. <laughs> So she her she owned this house and she let one of our other friend like a distant friend of ours sublease like the apartment upstairs and she would just go upstairs in the girl's apartment and like take her food. <laughs> it's not funny. Like I'm I'm reimagining this in my head because I'm like why would you go up there and take her stuff? Because it's my house. I'm like, but yet you sublet it to her. Like, it's not. You're getting money. Right. And it's like, it's her food. Like, why are you going? And I think it was like some Easy Max or some Goldfish or something. Like, why are you taking her stuff? And she got mad as hell. Like, she was pissed. Like, we was getting ready to fight because I called her out on taking that girl's easy mac like macaroni and cheese you're judging me you have no right to judge me and i'm like yeah this is why i say like people really do need to be in love with themselves before they even get in friendships because it was that was just the case where you she was just too uncomfortable to hear like the the truth truth. like why would you take her like you going the girl wasn't there you're using your key to go in, invade mm-hmm. her space, and then like, yeah, technically it is yours. You own the house, mm-hmm. but she signed a lease. You sublet the apartment to her, and it's like you're taking her food. Like that's yeah, her personal property. Yeah. Like, what? like, did you like why you couldn't go to the store? You know, easy match. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, my um, 
So if you're just joining us on the live, have any of you ever kind of like broke up with a friend or had like a toxic friendship breakup? Hey, Carly. Hey, girl. Have you ever broken up with a friend? I have broken up with a friend. Did you and break it was up? Horrible. Or? It wasn't even a ho- it wasn't even a breakup at first. It was a, a like <laughs> like let me just fall back and let us just give each other some space. Okay. And it got taken out of context and it then turned into a breakup. But the thing about that is I had to fault myself on it for not um, communicating. Hold on, y'all. Keep talking. Can y'all see me? Keep talking. I ain't cute. Hold on. Okay. So I had to, I had to, um, I have to hold myself accountable because I felt like I should have communicated that in a better way. Um, I did it in text messaging and it wasn't the best way. So I think that people should just, if you do have some like issues with your friends, like don't do it in a in a passive way. I feel like face-to-face encounters and communications really should take place between friends. It would just, it just is a lot easier for both parties. I'm coming back. So as I keep telling, I tell my listeners this every week. I have an interruption every week. I'm a single mother and motherhood does not stop while I'm doing the work. So my apologies, but I'm really not sorry for real. Chanel said I got a kid (laughs) Chanel said it ended when she got married because of a situation that was not handled properly with her sister Mm -hmm. she was approached disrespectfully and it was almost like she was at fault for being mature about the situation alright going through a serious life crisis oh my god girl you done wrote a paragraph She didn't want to be in the wedding. Found out her sister was talking about her behind her back. Wow. Wow. Girl, Chanel, that's that's pretty deep. Like, did you pay for your bridesmaid's dress and everything? Like, I've had a friend, someone who I thought was a friend. Now, she was in, and it's not funny, but she was in, like, an abusive relationship, right? And she had the super controlling, like, baby's daddy. So her, I'm laughing now and I just said it's not funny. I'm just laughing because like I was just so mad at the time. So her baby daddy lied, right? And told her that, yeah, that's why I'm messing with your friend Alicia. And I was messing with her in high school. I picked her up from home. So she called me. I was at work. I was working at the Boys and Girls Club and she was like, hey. You know, he he said that, you know, he was picking you up in high school and, and all of this stuff. And I'm like, it didn't make sense, first of all, because, you know, I wasn't in high school. They were graduated by the time I got out of high school. I graduated high school in 2008. And, yeah, I'm like, I was really pissed because I'm like, you're supposed to be my friend, but yet you believe in your baby daddy. And I'm like, you're not thinking clearly. I'm like, it's too many holes in his story. And I'm like, if anyone knew me growing up, you know that I grew up on 29th and Brown. And the one thing that anybody can tell you about my house is that it was pushed back from the curb. Like, that's the one <laughs> thing somebody can tell you. Like, you live in that, that pushback haunted looking house? Like, yes, that was me. It was two big bushes in the front like that. That was just the one common denominator. It's like, okay, you know where I live. So, and I'm like, girl, 
I'm like, if, if he really picked me up from my house, like, ask him what my house looked like. He was like, I, I ain't even, I ain't even on all of that. And I was like, yeah, nigga, because you lying. So what made me mad was that this was someone I considered to be my friend. And he started calling her out on her bullshit. Hey, Destiny. Um, He was like, yeah. He was like, no, nah, why you sitting up here trying to come at me? Tell, tell her how you was talking about her behind her back. Like, I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Like, so, yes. Like, from that point on, it's just like I... I, I started looking at bitches with a side eye because I'm like, y'all using my past against me and y'all baby daddy's coming out lying, saying that I was doing things and I wasn't and you believed it. So I'm like, you not really my friend. That that really pissed Do you remember that? I do remember yes, that. Yes, that really pissed me off. You know I remember that. So Destiny and Sheila, we're talking about toxic friendships. Like, how have you had to end any toxic friendship that you had have you ever been a toxic friend and like what makes what makes a good friend and like I want to go back to the friends being on your level thing like because what if it, you have a friend that's not necessarily on your level yet well I had a friend who um I felt like I'm not gonna say on my level because I don't I don't know I feel like I'm just not gonna say on my level but I had a friend who was doing some things that I didn't feel was respectful to other people mm-hmm. Siri over there trying Siri to get in on the conversation, conversation. <laughs> um and I tried to like call her out on it and I tried to like I remember us getting a heated discussion about something she did to it like a mutual friend and she just wasn't getting it and I'm like fam like you're just in my in my eyes and every in his eyes she was being very um inconsiderate mm-hmm. to his personal space mm-hmm. and I remember like going back and forth with her about it and we were just going back and forth and she didn't get it and I just felt like in that moment like wow like I can't even tell you about yourself like you're not <laughs> like you she was getting basically how that person got yeah. offended with you it was the same type of That's thing crazy. and it was like I feel like I should be as your friend I should be able to look out for you and tell you when you're wrong yeah. when you're doing something to make other people side-eye you so so i'm gonna stir the pot a little bit because y'all know that's what i do so if you not friends with somebody <laughs> with somebody anymore well first of all okay let me let me pull it back would you date like a friend's ex or an ex-friend's ex Okay, what do you define? Wait, wait, we got somebody wait, chiming is, in from a whole nother room. What do you define as an ex? Do you define like an encounter as their ex? Do you define We have we have another <laughs> podcast host. Would you like to sit down on the couch? Would you like to sit down on the couch? We only have about twenty more minutes of filming left. Would you like to come in come and join sit, us? Come sit. I'm coming in, I'm gonna try to so, when, okay, but when, Destiny put the eyes. So, would you date a friend's ex? What do you define as an ex, though? Like an encounter? Somebody like sex- they were in a relationship with. Oh. Not uh-huh. a sexual encounter, girl. I was, no. Because I. <laughs> 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 that don't matter. Like, no, uh-uh. That don't matter. Okay. Um, I personally would not. For real? I would not. I, okay, I, still, I still have loyalty to. Like, I know it's weird. It's super weird. I still hate some of the men. 
who like did bogus stuff to the women okay. I don't talk to anymore. Like I wait. So am I wrong for like having a, an encounter with somebody that like an ex friend had an encounter with? Like, okay, that's what I'm asking. Like an encounter, or are we talking? Well, about- shit, I'm wrong then. Like, well, I, I don't know. I've done an encounter. <laughs> I've done an encounter. <laughs> Me too. <but> I- <laughs> They did an encounter, and I did the I did the relationship. Well, I um well for me like if you're not friends, well, I don't know if you are or not friends with somebody no more. So I feel like if they broke up, y'all grown, you can kind of sleep with whoever you want. But then apparently that's against the rules okay the Shouldn't... friend rules or like the ex-friend rules the ex-friend rules if y'all ex-friends i don't see nothing wrong with it but it also it, it can seem like was y'all trying to do that before y'all stop mm. being friends chanel said nah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like what if y'all really hit it off like what if that chemistry is there like you can't you can't help that like i don't know i've been in a lot of those oops situations with si- ex-friends yes and- i've been in situations <laughs> where they've encountered somebody and i've encountered them after we've been friends i don't know i can't explain it i don't like that question <laughs> i don't like that question at all I ain't gonna lie though. I've um I've had some friends and ex friends. Oh my god! So this is a messy situation right here. Let me spill some tea. So, <laughs> so me and my best friend at the time were hanging out. We were at an all white party, and there was this guy that was there who kind of was trying to talked to one of our mutual friends but she was you know still had some things going on in her relationship so she was like oh you know you should you know like throw it at him so I threw it at him and he caught it and I'm like damn am I wrong like am I a bad friend for doing that did she give you the okay of course not like it was kind of like a secret wait say that again (laughs) so me and my best friend at the time Uh we were at an all white party Uh and we saw this guy who was he wasn't really talking to our mutual friend. They kind of, ha- like, slept together a few times, but nothing really grew from it. And she was like, oh, you should throw it at him. I threw it at him. He caught it. And then I'm like, does that make me a bad friend? It was kind of like a secret. So to the mutual friend? Yeah. I, uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not good at these. That's the thing. <laughs> Like this, how you feel, girl? Talk your shit. Destiny already know this. I have a really bad conscience, so do you? I do. I get you ain't. I'm a hoe because hoes don't get cold, (laughs) and we don't got no conscience. I have a bad bad conscience. I remember. (laughs) See, I guess the the closest thing I've done to that is there was a friend Mm -hmm. who liked this guy, and the guy wasn't checking for her. Damn. And he kept like bothering me. And in the beginning, I was like, no. Like my friend like you. I can't do that. Like you have to well, talk that to is her. a sticky situation. And like every time they were around, she would be in his face and I would be like, now is a good time, nigga. Yeah. Like, you know, can you tell her? And he never would. 
And I feel like that's the closest I've came to that. Where that that would be uncomfortable for me too. Like I'll, that's very uncomfortable. Oh wow! So uh. <laughs> yeah, that was that. Destiny, why you got the laughing faces going on? Cause she, cause she be a messy. <laughs> <laughs> This is speak your truth, girl. Speak your truth. Um, Stop laughing, Destiny. <laughs> back to toxic friendships. So, what happens if you are friends with someone and someone else keeps intervening with the friendship? Doesn't mean y'all was friends. Doesn't mean y'all wasn't really friends. Like, someone keeps intervening. So, like, okay, let's say, so if y'all really friends, let's say that you're friend had is in a really toxic relationship okay okay and the person don't want y'all to be friends no more y'all end up not being friends was that person your friend from the start or you know what what kind of variables plays into that um my first mind is is to say like that's not her that's not your friend Mm -hmm. but i've heard this story and i heard this story when i was much younger (laughs) and Back then, I said that wasn't your friend. Mm-hmm. But now, growing up and knowing that there's so many different dimensions and working parts to certain situations, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to say because I yeah. I know what happened behind the scenes of that, but I don't know. Yeah, I think too that um, people who are subconsciously jealous of you yes get in the way of their friendship of you so like me that's true i I never gave myself credit for anything because i'm like you know my role for a long time i was the broke friend i was this and this and that but it's like i just have this personality where people yeah i'm very outgoing like a lot of guys flock to me you know what i mean so then I had friends who I thought were my friends at the time. They would um, be like just stirring in their own anger. Like, like I can't stand her. And it's like... It comes and you to never the, knew it. Yeah, I never knew. And it comes to the point where if you start being uninvited and disinvited to things it's because they don't want you to steal your shine and like them bitches is not your friends. Like if you ever... <laughs> That's very true. If you've ever 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 had like you know if it's like a big group outing or something it's like oh girl we you i forgot and it's like they didn't forget it's like they don't like it's the reason why they don't want you there they didn't want you to steal your they didn't want you to steal the damn shine and it's like that's me it's like i'm outgoing i like to dance i'm loud i could make friends with anybody and it's like bitches this just didn't want to do that and then it's like i was friends with women like i'm used to speaking my voice like i'm 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 used to 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 voice my opinion and i was friends with people who would have a crush on a dude and it's like they wouldn't tell me and it's like i'm in his face and you like subconsciously mad at me and being passive aggressive and it's uh-huh. like i don't do the passive aggressive yeah be direct. I, I, I don't be direct with me i don't do the passive aggressive shit i don't do the the sub tweeting i don't do the sub statuses if you have a problem that's that's one thing that i hate like mm-hmm. you're not my friend if you can't tell me what the fuck is the problem because I'm like, you not finna post memes and sub statuses all day. I don't be paying attention to that shit. Like, <laughs> if you got a problem with me, come say it to me. Like, I've had no problem asking people, like, hey, um, 
you know, I noticed you didn't invite me to this. Like, what, you know, what was going on? And it's like, I either got a response or not. If I ain't getting no response, and it's like, that bitch wasn't my friend in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yes, destiny, period. Like, it's just, yes, Chanel, we all been there. And it's like, if you know, if people, <laughs> if people go out their way to purposely uninvite you or um if they refuse to remove you off facebook and it's like y'all don't talk every day they ain't liking none of your stuff and it's like this sounds very petty because it is and you notice that um they posted memes and it's like damn i wonder who she talking about and then you sit down and you think about it like damn was that bitch talking about me <laughs> and you go and you ask and you don't get no response or you get like no i just be posting stuff and it's like oh okay you know like that that that's toxic friendship right there passive aggressive yeah. if you got to be passive aggressive with somebody mm-hmm. and you can't be direct that's a problem and mm-hmm. and don't don't be friends with them okay <laughs> yes chanel petty ho <laughs> That's true, though. Being like, I don't, I don't, I, I'll say that in every friendship I've been in, I've always been like the younger friend, but I'm wise beyond my years. Like, I don't do that. Um, I don't do passive aggressive shit. I don't do sub tweeting. And it's like, if you got a problem with me, like, come to me. And it's like, I don't. I don't know if it's a Gemini thing or whatever, but it's like, if you sitting over there making yourself mad and I don't know nothing, how the fuck you expect me to like take ownership of anything that I've done? If you don't tell me, like I, that blows my fucking mind. And it's like, that's why I started cutting off people. Cause I'm like, I don't got time for this bullshit. Like we too old for this. I'm a parent now. Shit. I'm watching SpongeBob with my son. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I don't got time for that type of toxicity. But <laughs> let me get back to the point. Um, so then Chanel said that they were your friends, but circumstances changed variables within the friendship. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, because it's like when people used to you being something. So like the broke friend or the friend that ain't never have shit. But then when you start realizing that you pop in, it's like, oh yeah, they gonna start getting jealous because they want you to stay there. They not really, they not really your friends at all. Like these not the people that you can call at four o'clock in the morning because you stranded, your tire done went out. And it's like, no, mm -mm, absolutely not. And I swear in this age of 2019, it is so hard to find people that are there for you, even your own fucking family, honestly. Honestly, like, because sometimes people in your family always got some shit to say. They always talking shit, and it ain't nothing but jealousy. Mm -hmm. Nothing but jealousy. But anyway, we spent a lot of time on toxic relationship. For my listeners, we are going to take a short break, and we're going to come back for the talk your shit segment. Y'all know that's my favorite segment, so if though for those of you... That's on my Facebook Live. Go ahead, start typing in, talking your shit. Um, Tell me about your week. Tell me who you want to talk shit about. Call the bitch out if they not your friend no more. (laughs) Oh, but Destiny said, but will they call you when their tire blow out? And they probably won't. It's like, if I'm not the first, if I'm not your fave five, (laughs) I ain't your friend then. But again, for my listeners, we will be right back. So we're back. Oops. And Akiva is new to the broadcast. What if I don't want to talk my shit? 
Oh my God. Akiva has been the most diva-ish co-host. <laughs> She didn't want to call nobody else. She didn't want to say names. She don't want to talk her shit. I don't now she fin- now she finna spill some wine on my damn floor. You're not invited back to the I couch. I didn't know. Look, it's right there. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Hold on. Let me think. So this is how this works. Okay, for the talk your shit segment, it's like you know, we say talk your shit, and then you say something. Okay, and then when I'm done, it's like talk your shit, and it's like you gotta clap. So the people could feel it. And then the people that's listening, they can like feel it. <laughs> you ready? Hold on. <laughs> okay, we're going to wait. Hey, Rodney, you joined all late. We getting ready to wrap up. Like, you want CP time. CP time. So, Rodney, have you ever been a toxic friend? Destiny <laughs> says she will co-host. <laughs> Destiny, if you co-host the next, we coming over there and you going to make us something. Because this bitch be throwing down. <laughs> And I want to hold that fat ass baby of yours. So, yes, if you co host the next, be coming over there, okay? Uh, I, I want whatever you be cooking. Chanel said, her talk, her shit is, I just want to know why I've been seeing girls walking around uh, with pink eyes after eyelash appointments and why their friends let their friends walk see? around. See? Look, <laughs> she said it. We're over exactly. Uh-uh. I knew I wasn't the only We're one. We're overdrawn and unblended brown. Thank you, Chanel. <laughs> That's what I be talking about. And you got to be like, where are her friends at? <laughs> or like, if they close, you'll be slid back too far. <laughs> yeah, like, pull her up. <laughs> like, sis. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I used to be one of those girls that overdrew my breath. Like, when I was first learning how to do them. <laughs> I didn't know how to like blend it correctly so like you could see the highlight around my brows and I didn't have friends to tell me like that I was fucked up. They probably enjoyed watching me make a fool out of myself. <laughs> Chanel said yes, girl. All right, so are we ready, Akiva? Ready? I'm just gonna give advice, okay? Okay, so talk no shit. Okay, go ahead. I want everybody to Make sure that they got good friends around them. Mm-hmm. Um, start really paying attention to people. Jokes they make. Yeah. Things they do. Mm-hmm. What they get quiet on after you tell them something. Like, really just pay attention to that. Keep good energy around you at all times. And yeah. if you do start to feel shade or side-eyed, don't just automatically be like, is that shade to me? Am I being side-eyed? You know what? I want you to take that friend and talk to them. Yeah. If it's chaos, walk away, sis. Oh, bruh, walk away. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it gets to a point where you can like effectively communicate, that's the person you want to keep around. Yeah. I had a friend who, like, I kind of was like, she shaded me, so I ain't gonna talk to her. And I swear, this is probably gonna be one of my friends for life. Mm. She called me like around the clock, like we need to talk, we need to talk, we need to talk. When we finally sat down and we had dinner. We were able to squash it. And I mean, I've never had a friend who was able to look at me and be like, dude, when you didn't, when you didn't like come to me and communicate, you made me disappointed in you. Mm. And that's really big from a friend. Yeah, that's really big. And so I just say like, keep good people around you. If you got your posse around you, keep them tight, hold them close, tell them you appreciate them. And if you feeling like side eye or shade from people, Go to that person and talk to them. And if it's like chaos from the jump, walk away. Yeah. But if it's a place where you guys can really talk and really get through some stuff, then that's just a good thing. That shows good things to I want to bust out in the song. What? 
Alicia, friend, no. we have in Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, seriously. So that's my talk your shit. Like, be good to yourself. Okay. Be good to people. And don't be quick to cuss people off. Even if you feel in your gut that they not, like, a good friend, at least owe yourself, like, the... To sit there and try to talk about it. Like, try. Okay. Because then you have that, like... Man, I did everything I could do, and it's true. Still, yep, it still true. didn't work. It wasn't meant to be. She yep. wasn't meant to be my friend, or he wasn't meant to be my friend. But if you just be like, nope, cut him off, then you never know what could have been. So, so okay, so in the middle, of talk my shit. So Chanel said, "Wow, she's taking applications for friendships." Okay, Grom. <laughs> Brandon said, "If you can't take criticism for your friends or communicate, are they really your friends?" And Janetta just joined. Janetta is coming with me to New. For her first time, I'm popping her Nola Cherry. And Ronnie, don't tell me to stop singing. I will sing all I want to. Okay. So, my, I'm ready. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Talk yo shit. You clapping all oh, 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 my I'm fucking sorry. God. Look, I'm not invited back, y'all, but I'm You really care. not. I'm going to make pop up. I'm going to make you, pop up. You dropping gems, though. <laughs> so, like, the people really love that. Like, a lot of loves is on this video. But I would definitely say... My shit is don't stop being who you are. Mm-hmm. Don't dumb yourself down to, to like, don't dim your light to make sure you got to bring other people up. Like, don't do that. I've done that for years. I've been a people pleaser for years where it's like I put other people's needs in front of my own. And it's like, stop doing that. You cannot pour for, from an empty cup because if you keep giving and giving and giving and you notice people are not reciprocating the same thing whether it's a friendship whether it's a relationship whether it's your family it's like i've been into it with family and it's like if nothing but bad energy is coming to you cut that shit off Mm -hmm. walk away it don't matter who it is if they're not lending to you or pouring into you or giving life into you then it's not worth Mm -hmm. it i have only a few good friends in my life where it's like i know them it's like I know everything about them. And it's like, okay, if one of my friends, if I know she's very strong-willed and stubborn, I'm going to check on her. Like, check on your strong friends. Check on them because it's like they're going to push through that pain and they're not going to reach out for help. It's like you got to know your friends, okay? So that's what I'm going to tell y'all. It's like know yourself, know your friends, know the role that you play in your friendships and start being observant of people because once I observe that I stopped being invited to certain functions and it's like I thought it was something it was because of me and it turns out it was and it's like okay people stop inviting you to shit because they don't want you to steal steal the show and it's like bitch st- keep stealing the show mm-hmm, be, be you. your own friend be you be yourself so that is my talk my shit so as we close out on this podcast we got a late comer to the damn show do you have any shit that you want to talk I'll be here tomorrow next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cousin who's my really good friend. But and she I, kept it all the way real though. Yes. I tell like I tell her everything. She probably knows when my period comes. She knew when I was pregnant. Like she knows everything about me. Like literally, like I could call her to come scratch my hair. Like just weird stuff. Like it's it's to the point like I'll call her when I'm on the toilet. Like we didn't we that time of friend. Yeah. She like, bitch, call me back. Nice Valentine's Day, girl. <laughs> she, she, 
I did. I'm like, happy Valentine's Day. And she was like, bitch, call me back when you're off the toilet. I'm like, uh-uh, bitch, don't hang up. Like, <laughs> like I got this tea, okay? But Chanel said, um, we dropping gems. And it's like, no, it and it's it. like, for real, like, just be observant of who's in yes. your circle, who's really for yes. you. And sometimes you do got to cut off family. Like, honestly, yes. I have yes. a family member. I have family members accuse me of sleeping with a man. I have family members telling me I think I'm all that. Like, I, like just Girl, all, too. all type ridiculous. of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just all type of shit. And it's like, no, I don't think I'm all that. You do. That's yeah. why you have the problem. Mm-hmm. So that's my talk, my shit. But I want to make sure that you stay. She said, why my son clapping when y'all say talk y'all shit? <laughs> yes, Jace. Talk your shit, baby. No, I'm a bad influence. Don't talk your shit, Jace, okay? But um, if you're listening on Facebook or if you're listening on my podcast and you want to sit on the couch, if you're in the Milwaukee, Milwaukee area, Send me an email to speakyourtruth at iamalisha.net. You can always connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. Like, slide up in my DMs. I am Alicia. And remember, that is Alicia with two L's. Y'all know how I feel about my second L, okay? But until next week, Facebook Live, we will see y'all. And remember, if you guys on the live have any hot topics, slide in my DM. And you can sit on this couch as well, okay? We have wine. We have food. We have snacks. One time, E Big Draco came through with the hookah, so it's like come through. I'm gonna come back on that day. Yeah, you know what? You're not invited back. I bet you. I bet you I'm gonna be back on. I bet y'all that. And remember, oh, before I go, my sister just joined the live, so everybody wanted wanted to know where I got my eyelashes from. I got them from her. Kiss and makeup. Check her out. She had, if you into dramatic lashes like I am, I'm totally into dramatic lashes. Get your lashes from her. That is Kiss In, so the letter N, makeup. But until then, Akiva, well, we may see her back you if will. y'all want her back, okay? I'm making promises. <laughs> <laughs> but remember to always talk your shit and speak your truth, and we'll see you in two weeks.